listening to our podcast. I'm Tanya Schmidt, and with me is Caleb Schmidt, and we are your hosts for the good, bad, and the controversial. Alrighty, so we are finally, finally <laughs> recording our first podcast. Yes. After <laughs> how long that we actually sat down and were like, "Hey, we're gonna do a podcast again." Oh, uh, it's been longer than that. Our first recording was almost two months ago, wasn't it? Was it? I can't remember. Because we've been sick together and went. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Anyhow, but we're here now. But for starting the, the whole podcast thing, it's been over, what, two years? Mm-hmm. We um, we take our time mm-hmm, so sure. that we do it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> we just open. I know, right? But, yeah, podcasting would be great. So this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about Peru, we're going to talk about life in Peru, coming to Peru, meeting people here, and just going to kind of have this more of a conversational podcast, and hopefully the ones that follow will have them laid out a little bit, but this is kind of difficult (laughs) to lay out, like an introduction to Peru. So I have scribbled, scribbled notes, but... We'll see if we can even touch on them. So, life in Peru, China, how is it? Um, life in Peru is great, for the most part. Like we said, we have been sick. It seems like it's easier to get sick here, or maybe I just got here and finally realized I'm weak. I meant y'all like you. <laughs> no, life in Peru is great. I love being where we're situated in the valley here, and um, I've been here a year and a half now, and... Still learning the language, still, yeah, still figuring out people's customs and things like that. But yeah, it's been fun. I mean, I have just a year left of time that I've committed to to serving here. My heart is here, and um, yeah, I really love the people and everything. So how long are we going to be leaving here? (laughs) Well, that's a good question, because I've been telling everyone eight months, but I think it might be nine months. Because we got here October. Then it was the month of October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. It would have been the whole month of July. So, nine months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nine months. And we like it, or I like it pretty well, other than it's cold. You mentioned that we're in the valley, and it's funny, I was thinking about it yesterday, that we say that a lot, like we're working here in the valley, but we don't say we're in the valley. But our altitude But it's it's 11,000 feet here. It's yeah. not much of a valley. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's, I mean, a, it's a valley compared to what's around right. us. But yeah. Anyhow, but we like it. But because of the elevation, it's cold and difficult to breathe sometimes mm-hmm. and things like that. But Spanish is coming along well. And uh, I like getting to the point to where Sean doesn't have to accompany me to Cusco mm-hmm. so that I can talk to people or carry out business there. I can do it on my own and actually take a bus in and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Almost like it more when no one else who is with me I can speak English because <laughs> I don't know how much how badly I'm messing up or else the people in town that are talking to me correct me and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. They can speak English or they can uh-huh. speak Spanish? They can speak Spanish. No, people that can speak English. I don't like when they do this because... Then they can make fun of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the other people are making fun of you too. <laughs> yeah, I can't understand it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> no, but it, it's easier to take that way because someone who's spoken Spanish all their lives and it's just something they have in them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're wrong. Yeah. 
I pretty well just accepted that way that role was filmed. So, like, make fun of me if you How like. is this different from the life you've lived before? No. <laughs> well, I said, I never said it was from when we got through. I just said oh, from the beginning. Oh, from before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I've, see. I've known this for a long time. Okay. <laughs> I understand. Well, it was a new thing for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> to think about, maybe. Right. Yeah. Not this true. No, it's very, uh, very humbling experience, especially since Sean's children doesn't know Spanish and Texas. I put in in the blog that I posted today that Ashlyn is starting to learn to, to talk or trying to talk in full sentences, and uh, that gives me an idea of what the He's the native right. speakers think when I try to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. Except that I'm in a much larger two year old body than she is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I wonder if you had realized that too. <laughs> No, it is really neat living here for the first five months, I think it was, or ish, that we lived here. I worked at a, a hardware store, which you know, I'm not telling you. Right. To our one listener. To our one And at the hardware store, I came in contact with so many different people from different countries. Austria, France, Italy, Cuba, England. Like, I met him in Cusco. It is a really neat area here in the Cusco region because of the tourism mm-hmm. and seeing gringos all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially when you're like not even aware. <laughs> right. right, and so I really enjoy that. Where are you from? What's your story? Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you, but oh. like these these other people out there. Too. I thought it was about <laughs> <laughs> like the guy from Austria, which was a Schmidt, which is cool. You know, we're Schmidt, right. but um, he had been traveling for four years. From all the way to Austria. Can you actually say he's from Austria? <laughs> right. That's a good question. I'm going to have to email him. <laughs> I know, right? Are you actually from Austria? <laughs> yeah, from Austria to China to Australia to New Zealand to California to New Orleans down and, and biking all the way that he wasn't flying mm-hmm. down through Mexico into Peru and mm-hmm. uh, Central America because it's not straight from Mexico to Peru. Oh, right. It, it is an awfully if you fast do it on bike. a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so that's one really cool part about living in Peru. What like when you would tell someone, we would they say, what what's cool about living in Peru? What's up a perk about living in Peru? What comes to mind? I'd probably say the buying and selling is one of the main things because everything is so much cheaper here, um, and also the way that they sell is just different, way different than the states. Like you just have people selling out on the streets, mm-hmm. just whatever it might be, fruits, vegetables, hot foods. And then, yeah, like like we do, we just go walking around the town <laughs> selling cupcakes, and you don't really have that. I mean, you have the annoying salespeople who come and knock on your door, but <laughs> the states, but, yeah, the states. <laughs> but here it's just like a whole different, probably, I mean, that would go along with the culture, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I really like. Their modes of transportation, I think, are kind of cool. Yeah. Especially their culture is kind of like tacos, I think, 35. Yeah, I would agree with that. I was telling the taxi driver the other day that we don't have stuff like that in the States, which maybe we would in bigger cities, but like, I've never lived in New York, so mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like. But here, we went into town, and we, we got a taxi in, and it took us into town and dropped us off where the bus comes through. We walked down, got on the bus, and went into Cusco, and then we took two taxis while in Cusco to get back to the 
and then a taxi to get from Cusco to Escuchaca. Mm. And if you hadn't come and picked us up, then we would have gotten on another taxi or a combi. And so it's just like three really common modes of transportation that are just like right there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can catch them anywhere, yeah. anytime. And that's another thing. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know how they ever make any money. Mm. Because while well, taxi prices have gone up a little bit more. So Sean was saying that there are like eight or ten stores mm -hmm. with taxis. But like a bus is like what? Two? We paid two fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. And that's less than what twenty five cents. Right, but when you when you have all of the seats filled and people in the aisle. Right, but like a gallon of gas costs sixteen soles. So six. It, it, it would take half of the bus load to pay for one gallon. I don't know how much it would be. Spent. Right, but it just seems like they're charging a gallon for. But maybe whatever. maybe it's covered in in taxes. What's what's left? Maybe I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't know system works here yeah pretty crazy yeah but that like it was a little nerve-wracking to try to do it when we first moved here like to try to take public transportation mm -hmm. because you have to screen like on the combi when you want to get down you have to, yeah, like, all the way <laughs> yeah. from the back and i know i'm gonna say a bad word yeah, gonna i know up, exactly you know, just, i knew it definitely was a bad word to tell me that but if there is i would say it yeah <laughs> That was one of my um, most interesting first experiences when I got here because my brother Sean's wife, Stephanie, is so quiet. She's one of the quietest people I know. And we were in the corner to come back from Iscuchaca. And I knew we needed to get off, but of course I didn't know much Spanish. And she just ran in my ear like, bah, really loud. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then she, of course, went back to being really, really quiet again. But, that, I mean, you kind of have to be loud because well, those zombies are they, loud. Yeah. And the people inside are really loud, <laughs> too. So. Playing their videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I was thinking about. Yesterday when we were taking, when we took the bus in and when we brought the bus back from Cusco, people were just playing their phones loudly. Mm -hmm. That would never happen in the States. No, I, I mean, I've never taken a tramway or a subway or whatever. But, but wouldn't they have earbuds in? But I would think normally they would have some kind of earbuds. And here, it would almost just, be a disturbance of peace or something. Mm -hmm. You would get some Karen that would be like, turn your music <laughs> down. Yeah, without phone. But here they just try and turn their phones louder than the other yeah. person's phone. Yeah. But the story that you were saying about Steph, Belinda had told me that after we first moved, she went in with Steph. She was like, we were just riding, and then some random lady just like screamed <laughs> and did it a number of times before the driver heard uh -huh. them. And uh, when she turned around, it was it was yeah, Steph. But Steph. it's like that's the last person that you would mm -hmm. ever ever imagine yelling. But if you so. didn't, you would have to ride the thing all the way to Sweet Like, <laughs> yeah, right. where would you? Yeah. And then you'd have to catch one back. And then where would you stop and go? You'd have to walk. <clears throat> yeah. Anyhow, no, that is that is really cool. But I like the sights too. Like, mm -hmm. right close by ruins, just. Mm -hmm. Just like Inca ruins, like, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is really cool. Which like, I haven't been to the ones that you have, like Ollanta Tambo. I haven't been. Oh, there. you haven't? Uh -uh. Okay. No, but well, I saw pictures of them, like, but yeah, I've never been. I tried El Paso. Uh, yeah, I remember that. But Sean was saying that in the book he was reading, I forget who it's by. The one dad said that when he visited, was it? I don't know. It was a year ago that Cusco was the dirtiest, ugliest city <laughs> he had ever seen. Which is kind of interesting because when we went the other day, it was trash day. And I didn't even think about it. I mean, I thought, oh, there's trash in the street, <laughs> obviously. 
But, like, I didn't think, like, oh, this is the ugliest city ever. I was telling Sean, I really enjoyed them when he started walking around. And, yeah. see, and there were piles of trash. And then, like, there were homeless people. I assume they were homeless. Maybe they were just lazy and hungry. Were rifling through the trash mm-hmm. trying to find food. Mm-hmm. And to, with the dogs. <laughs> right? <laughs> but then you kind of, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you see it all the time. So you kind of get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it is, like, the tourist part of Cusco is really pretty. But when you get off to the side, so there's lots of trash. Mm-hmm. But I remember one of the first times I realized my mind is, is changing mm-hmm. in how I view Peru was Sean and I went to get gas for the stoves and for the water heater. And we were loading the, the jugs and a, a ginormous pig walked across the street and mm-hmm. like right by the vehicle. Just kind of, we just stopped and let it go right. and then kept going. And after we finished, we got in the vehicle, and I was like, when did I ever get used to a <laughs> Exactly. Just walking by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, and we're just like, oh, that's a pig. There's like, a pig on the street. And we, we do that now, like, <laughs> oh, did, like, well, for anything, like, uh-huh. pigs, dogs, yeah. cows, the whole herds of cows that they lead yeah. up and down the road. It's just what they do. You just, mm-hmm. just get, get used. used to it. Yeah. Like, today, coming back from working over there at the farm, they were leading the cows back up past. And I just put my motorcycle in first gear and just woo, 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 <laughs> around the cows. Around the cows. Yeah. Mean, and the one time yeah. I was down in the ditch a little because the cow wasn't ready to move. <laughs> get it. But it's just like, that's what you do. Like uh-huh. in the States, I would have been like, get your cows out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you would have been the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't have said anything, but that's just the mindset. Like, right, it would have been right. such a rush. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting yeah. because the people here are too, but they wait for cows. They wait for dogs. Like, I mean, pretty laid back culture, though. Kind of, but they, I mean, maybe it's just the way they drive, but they drive everywhere. <laughs> they do hurry, drive. Like, that way, yeah. And like, they barely pull over to pick someone up and they're not even, you know, mm-hmm. like. But something else I thought of is the other day I saw a little girl using the bathroom in the street. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, there's a little girl using the bathroom in the street. <laughs> and then I walked away and I was like, wait, there's a little girl using the bathroom in the street. <laughs> And that is you tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a little <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> no, but it was like, how how did I get used to that? Like, mm-hmm. how have I gotten used to seeing people just use the bathroom in, mm-hmm. in the street or whatever? But yeah, it's just it's kind of neat. Which we're yeah. painting. <laughs> we're painting a terrible picture of Peru. Like, there's trash well, everywhere. I mean, it's just, dogs stuff, and just stuff you have to get used yeah. to. But yeah. like, Sean and I usually say, like, we see something like that. Like, guys, guys do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They just, go and, and there's no there's no concern about turning away from any type of traffic or people mm-hmm. and we'll just say excuse them while they give the gesture <laughs> and move on with our lives because uh-huh. what are you going to do about right. it? Right, yeah, there's nothing to do. But it is a very pretty archaeological region. Mm-hmm. Machu Picchu is one of those three hours away. It's bad, yeah. yeah. Because Ollantaytambo is where you catch the train and it's and you just have to a, come back around to Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Which we've not been to Machu Picchu yet. Once we get a residency, it'll be much, much cheaper. But, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's going to take me probably the whole time that we live here, however long that may be. It could be three years. It could be 30 years to get used to the cold. Mm -hmm. Because I I really miss the Florida weather. But the nice thing about it is, even though it's cold at night and cold in the morning, when there are no clouds, it gets really warm during the day. And so that's that's really nice. Yeah, unless you're in the shade. Mm -hmm. Like today, today was a really pretty day. But I worked in the barn cleaning mm-hmm. up the, the goat pen and the cow pen. Yeah. And so it was chilly. Like, 
I took my jacket off because I was working, but it was still it was, like a, it was yeah. still chilly. But it's really enjoyable having friends, or the the thought, I guess, of having friends in another country. So if we were to move back to the states at any point, then like calling Rafael and or Farfan or or, mm-hmm. or, or, oh, Roca or, yeah. or or any of them really, right? I mean, yeah. Just like yeah, we have friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then a cool thing about it is, even though the Spanish changes from place to place, you know mm-hmm. Spanish to get you across pretty much any Central or mm-hmm. South American country. And that'll be interesting practicing if I get to practice with Conrad, knowing that he has Puerto Rican Spanish mm-hmm. and then Peruvian Spanish. It's going to be interesting to see the. See what slang you catch on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Kevin, mm-hmm. he was in Puerto Rico for four or five years. But he doesn't talk Spanish much, and so I didn't really get a feel for what the like accent. He, or he, he, just he does, but like we all talk English. Oh yeah. yeah, and, yeah. But when we went out and, and talked to people, we're getting out Bibles. I asked them. I was with Andrew and Kevin, and I asked. I told them, "You do it first. I want to I want to hear how you do it. I want to mm-hmm. just see how you how you relate to people." And so he talked in Spanish, then, and then Andrew talked in Spanish. I could tell a difference in Andrew's Spanish and his Spanish because Andrew talks faster. Mm-hmm. He has it on call right. really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't even remember anymore because it's such a short conversation that we were having with each person. It's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to determine, like, mm-hmm. what's that? What's the accent? What's the dialect? Mm-hmm. What, what but word? some of that can depend on the person, too. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on how much time, time and effort you put forth to mm-hmm. To study to get the accent, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, yeah, obviously, place to place changes, but also yeah. person to person. And which, that I mean, been, you have that here too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have that here. But that would have been a difference between Nicaraguan Spanish and Puerto Rican Spanish. And I, I noticed like one, one phrase that Andrew would say was Feliz tarde. Mm. And Feliz I was like, I've never heard, like, do they use that in the world? In the world of Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said, well, maybe they don't use it here. And I asked Sean then later, and Sean said, no. And so that was an interesting thing when they would use that in Nicaragua. In leaving, like he would say, you're invited to church. Um, we're going to have a meal or whatever. And then uh, he'd say, Feliz tarde. Hmm. Here you would just say, Buenas tardes. Or, or just leave. Ciao. Or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ciao mm-hmm. probably would be right. more Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So, yeah, I, I would really like to get to know more Americans that know Spanish and, and practice a little better with them. Mm-hmm. Just to hear. Because I think, I think we can pick out other people's mistakes. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a given. We can pick right, out other people's mistakes quicker right. than we can pick out. But I think we get used to our, each other's Spanish, yeah. too. And so, listening to someone else talk Spanish, which we find it rather easy, helps us remember their accent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> which theirs would be very line Spanish, and that would be Which would be Nick's Guarani. Mm-hmm. Or I wonder, I wonder if they mix it with Guarani, or if, if they keep it separate and just talk whichever they... Mm-hmm. I heard them talk Spanish before, but now I forget. Like right. then, I didn't know Spanish, so I don't know. <laughs> and it, it it seems like they don't talk it as much now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they do. Like people know that, but mm-hmm. it would be really cool to listen to see if see if I can pick it up. But just like there are dialects, there are different speeds, mm-hmm. and Paraguay is a really fast, uh, really mm-hmm. fast Spanish. Whereas like Venezuela, the Venezuelan Spanish is is slower and lower. Venezuelan Spanish isn't slow. Have you heard Edward talk compared to well, yeah. someone on the street? But the the Venezuelans that live in Guadalajara talk super 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 fast. Oh, really? Like you can, it's very hard to understand. But the thing about Paraguayan Spanish is, I could always understand. I mean, I could always understand. <laughs> wow, like the words that I knew, I could always understand when they were talking quickly. So it almost seems like they talk quickly, but it's clearer than mm-hmm. the people that talk quickly do. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just kind of like, 
I would have I would have thought that the the Peruvian Quechua people would talk a faster Spanish mm-hmm. than what the Venezuelans speak. I don't it's know if it's sure, faster. It's for sure it's higher. Just like their tongue and mouth mm-hmm. is a different formation, and so I yeah. someone that talks Quechua as their first language is very hard for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked up a, an elderly lady here um, when I was headed into the farm, and um, <laughs> one thing that she said that I had never heard before was gracias papa grande and i told linda this we would never say that in uh-huh. english we would never say thank you big big father <laughs> no people would look so sideways at you like you that would be like yeah. anyhow but the longer she talked the higher she got and she was literally talking in a falsetto and it was so hard to understand mm-hmm. what she was saying they, they do that a lot though with their um gracias they say, mm-hmm. like, or, or like, the like, and they say, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, Quechua, like, if I ever learned Spanish and a natural way I'm learning, okay, now I know Spanish. I don't know if you ever get to that point. <laughs> it was not your first language, but Quechua would be cool to learn. I mean, you'd be able to reach so many people. Mm-hmm. It would be neat to learn. I was thinking we should start trying to learn songs. Mm. Like have besties teach us songs, mm-hmm. but yeah. Speaking of Spanish and and cultures, Peruvians and Venezuelans, <laughs> like that's a cultural thing that mm. I wouldn't have known about. But uh, they hate each other, mm-hmm. and so like it's interesting now that or well when Edward was working with us, because he would say we are the same. He would say we are extranjeros. I know how it is. In different cultures, how they feel to towards you, they feel even more strongly towards me as a Venezuelan. Mm-hmm. It would be a bit of a difference because gringos would be on like a higher level, mm-hmm. but Venezuelans in their mind would be like lower than animals almost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's not necessarily like on the same level, but like that they that they're making you a stranger, like mm-hmm. setting you into a category, yeah. and so it makes things more difficult, like getting a license, getting residency, mm-hmm. getting married and getting all of these things right it's the same probably mm-hmm. just with a different attitude <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it has been really enjoyable i think the biggest thing i was when i was writing on the blog today i was thinking about how long sean's were out of water and that was a big thing that was an interesting thing to get used to but then we got used to it and it's like, yeah oh we're out of water again uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go somewhere else to fill up our tank yeah that was kind of interesting and I guess I didn't really, I mean, it was inconvenient when we would run out of water. But, like, I didn't really think about it as being, like, this is such a hard thing until Toby and Rosetta and the, the, yeah, the pond yeah. came. And they're like, I didn't know we lived like this. <laughs> and it's like, you live with what you have to live yeah, with. Like, sure. as I say, you can get used to pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like we had no water. And so that was. <laughs> well, you have I mean, the creek there, but it's, like, right, parasitic. Right. Like, but, like, even when we could take the tank and fill it up, there were a few days in a row where we couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit more difficult, but still manageable. And, I mean, there are so many people here who have never had running water here. So, mm-hmm. do we have it that hard? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, like you just said, do we have it that hard? That's an interesting thing, like, that I've thought since we've been here is, and I've even told Melinda, it's not, in my mind anyway, it's not like, hard mm-hmm. it is different mm-hmm. like for instance our shower here i took a shower this evening it was what 50 degree it was it was dark out it was mm-hmm. however however late it was 
and so it was like 50s probably mm-hmm. mid 50s or low 50s and then you're you have hot water mm-hmm. from the electric shower head and then you step out into 50 degree weather mm-hmm. and and it's just like cold <laughs> yeah yeah and but in my mind it's, it's like i don't complain to myself like oh i wish so that, that it was we were in the states mm-hmm. and I, could, I could be in a nice enclosed house showering it's just like it's not enjoyable every time, but it's just what you got to do. Like, right, yeah, yeah. And maybe I can say that more because I don't have to deal with stuff as much as the women. Mm, like washing clothes. Washing clothes like by hand and uh, mm. all of the dishes, which you always, most, a lot of people wash dishes by hand, but she does it in a big tub out on mm-hmm. her hands and knees. And right. Because we only have one water supply, mm-hmm. one faucet right. for the whole house. <laughs> right. Carry our water to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Don't even have a toilet. Mm-hmm. Which is even different than like how we would live at the Lake Charles. Yeah. Like, well, those are American style houses. Right. Yeah. But still, even with the American style house that we had, <laughs> like when Tilly's came, we were yeah. like, everything's so different here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you wouldn't like come live with me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I really enjoy that we moved into a Peruvian style house, but I'm constantly like, I think I can make my life. Right. <laughs> I think I can build a better toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great like being able it, it kind of puts you on a, a more even keel with your neighbors. I think probably they like in a way like kind of chuckling that he's doing mm-hmm. those triangular again. But I think it, that they also like kind of trying to be like us. Right. And I think that I think we kind of like that. The cooking with wood things we haven't gotten yet. I don't cook just a whole lot anyhow, but when I do cook, it's with gas. <laughs> but if I cooked with wood, I would burn it every time I go positive. The wood? wood? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I would burn the meal. I would mm-hmm. definitely burn the meal. And like Bessie's had to pick here because this was this was their house that they were starting with. It still is their house. <laughs> and, and then they would just think we're going to butcher the pig. And so they roll up and make a fire. And bring out this humongous pot, also known as a bathtub. Belinda was like, oh, that's where I want to They boiled this whole big thing of water, mm-hmm. and then they just butchered up the pig, like dunked it in the water, peeled off the hair and the skin, and they were ready to go, gutted it. Mm-hmm. And they were, it was ready to put on a spit. And so, like, a number of things there are different. First of all, the whole doing it with wood thing right. is not, like... If you're an outsidey person, outsidey, <laughs> then you know what I mean. Right. Like in the states, uh, in the states, that's bragging rights. Like, right. Yeah. I boiled that water with wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. I, I know. And, what <laughs> and then I, I butchered that pig. That was, mm-hmm. It's right. like bragging rights, and here they're like, we survived. <laughs> right. We live <laughs> one more day. <laughs> That's something that's really neat, but also sometimes their stuff isn't cooked exactly, yeah, right. like, or butchered exactly, like, the way that, I mean, like, sometimes they, they wash their butchered animals off with the other parasitic water from the, mm-hmm. the creek that the intestines have been washed off of, or yeah, everything all else. All the runoff from the cattle fields. And right. And so, I mean, it I mean, it is cool to, to see that. Yeah. And then you say an extra prayer every <laughs> But yeah. For real. Yeah. I mean, like, even the markets were so neat. Mm-hmm. Like, you would never see something like that in the States. Like, you would get taken, I don't know, to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'd get taken to jail, but you'd definitely. Take it to the health department. <laughs> <laughs> they would check for parasites. <laughs> no, but, like, you would get written up, I'm pretty sure. 
But like here, they oh, just... there would be so many health code violations. Right, that... but here they just like they have meat out. <laughs> I was gonna say on the street, but like well, it's on a, a thing on the street. But like they chop everything with the same knife. So but like, and then it all sets in the sun, right? And, and so if you buy it in the, in in the evening or whatever, it's the green meat. So right. That reminds me. <laughs> was it yesterday? I went and I bought chicken from the guy we normally buy chicken from. Or we normally get it in the morning when we want to mm-hmm. eat meat, and it was just like the skin mm-hmm. on the chicken was like dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah. it looked kind of suspicious. <laughs> and uh, so I asked around what he had, and he had one or two up, up sitting on the thing. And I was like, Do you have more? And he's like, Yeah, I got some more. And there was one that was sitting there, and it had been soaking in blood all day. Like, uh, you could just tell. Yeah. And uh, he picked it up, and it just was dripping blood. And he was like, I have better ones. He said, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> he was like, these are really good. He said, so he got them out. And then I think they had been there for a day or two. But like, sometimes you go in the meat's looking a little bit green. Yeah. And you just kind of hope for the best. And you get home and you fry it right away. And you right. in the freezer. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. I don't buy it open out, out where you all buy it anymore. Yeah, I buy it in, buy the market, in the market. Because mm-hmm. it's not in the sun. Mm-hmm. But where we buy normally, he, I mean, if you buy in the morning, probably anywhere, it's going to be... Yeah, it'll be... It's going to be okay. Maybe. Like, we we went in late at night, but later, it was like 7 or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, we bought chicken, and he was he was bagging it up into a, a netted bag that, the next day. that looks like it's new. Oh, I see. And so, it's like, I don't you? think I'm going to buy <laughs> Right, um, yeah. The lady I buy from in the market has a freezer. She yeah, pretty well always. Or gets like she's like the, like the only person that I know of in Kurchaka that actually has cold mm-hmm. meat. But as soon as I walk in the door, she starts. She'll smile a little mm-hmm. bit, and then she'll say, "How many do you want?" Uh-huh. But like, uh, but another thing is, they never wear gloves. Yeah, I know. That is so interesting to me. And I went and got cheese whey today mm-hmm. for the pigs, mm-hmm. and was thinking about that again because that is a cheese factory, and they. they that not, that's all they do. They do mm-hmm. nothing else. Well, I mean, they make yogurt, but it's, it's right. a dairy factory. Mm-hmm. And they had hairnets on, but none of them had gloves. Mm-hmm. And um, they were mixing up the cheese, getting it ready to put in the presses. And their hands all down in there, and they using a, a pitcher to dip out the cheese whey. Mm-hmm. And and to them, that is one of the cleanest. That is one of the cleanest buildings and factories mm-hmm. that you will find around here. Right. Today we got. Um, Ground beef, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I was, teach you English. <laughs> I was thinking crab name Lila. But anyway, we got ground beef today. And the lady, we asked her, do you have any? And she was like, give me 10 minutes. And while she was saying this, she was taking chunks of meat and putting them mm-hmm. with her ungloved hand, <laughs> putting them on the, um, the scale for another lady. Mm-hmm. And then she took the money from the lady and mm-hmm. her, like, Bloody hands, like you could just. Oh, it was so gross. Yeah. And uh, she, I mean, she did the same thing with us. And she just like that same the hands that have been touching right? <laughs> all the that meat and all yeah. that money and all the different people's hands were the ones that have helped us get our ground meat back. Right, so. and the ground beef. Sometimes she'll use a bag to grab it. The ground beef after she set it on there with yeah, her hand. <laughs> but you never like hear anyone complain about it. It's just, that's how they do. And it's just, it's one of those things that's really screwed up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And then Ashlyn gets the chain and sucks on it. Uh, I know. But, like, even with just getting it and putting it in your wallet or in your, like, whatever. But it's it's interesting, though, because, like, I I understand all of that and the bacteria and so on and so forth. But when they soak my money in the hand sanitizer, I get so irritated. That is kind of irritating. (laughs) Because it's like, why would you do that? Now I can't put it in my wallet. (laughs) I know. <laughs> now that it's clean, <laughs> how dare you? This is not this is a true kill experience. 99.9% exactly. <laughs> no, but it's like after all of that, after you touch my food like that, and now, <laughs> and now you're gonna wash my money. Like it is so irritating to have wet money, wet wet cash. Like the coins I can handle, maybe. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's just gonna make a wet spot on my. But like to put a soaking wet ten into Mm -hmm. my wallet, it's just like (laughs) this is my favorite wallet. (laughs) You just have to wave your money around. Yeah, (laughs) then they think you're just being a gringo. I know. Oh, they have money. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy like the different aspects, but it is something that like the new me coming back to Peru, not having been here before. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think about it anymore, but looking back. I can realize, like, this is how I must have felt. <laughs> <laughs> I was so unassuming. But now it's just like, hey, can we, can we put your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I did mention the blog. For any of you that are interested in reading the blog, I have every bit of six blogs. Yeah, get it. Since, <laughs> is it since, nine months that you've been here? Actually, well, it was before it that. Before that, it would have been my first one, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe first two. <laughs> and... I think I've had the account for three years now. Oh. And so it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. It was like I put on my my post today. I didn't put any pictures, any photo updates. And so I was like, I'm sorry I didn't put any photos. Maybe they'll be in the next one, uh, my next weekly update. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two months later. <laughs> uh, the, last, the last one I did, we were still living at the other place. Mm-hmm. So it's been over three months. Wow. <laughs> Anyhow. But the uh, username, address, what would you say? How do you say that? I guess the maybe. username, the blog site is Benji, aka me, dot travel, dot blog. And if I can, I'm going to try to put it in the description mm-hmm. or yeah, link, it, mm-hmm. link it in the episode. Speaking of, of blogs and podcasts, my brother Sean has <laughs> a podcast and. Um, it's not very popular. <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't check to see how many followers. <laughs> I didn't either. I should, I should ask him. I don't know if they are followers, though, or if they're just listeners. I don't know if they're going to... Well, hey, yes. do you subscribe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know how his worked. But yeah, anyways, if whoever listens to our podcast would go and follow his podcast, I'm sure he would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And then our, one, our one listener can follow him. Right. <laughs> and then while you're over there, let the people there know that you recommend it. Yeah. <laughs>
my my English is is leading slowly but surely, and it's not so much specific words, but more word groups. Thoughts, like, definitely. <laughs> like idioms, mm-hmm. it's very very difficult for me to remember an idiom in English now. And I was telling Dad and Mom this, and I'm like, for instance. <laughs> no idioms. There was no idioms. I couldn't think of. It. But the thing is, I don't think I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that I know of any, really, in Spanish. But I like. Yeah. In, <laughs> right. in my mind, when I say an English idiom, I'm like, like I'm thinking of Spanish. That doesn't sound that right. Doesn't that doesn't. That's yeah, not why it. Why would you say that? Exactly. And then I'm like, but that is really. That's not how we do it. But that's a cool place to be at because because you're kind of in between and it, it's exciting. Not exciting to lose the English language, but you know it's going to come back. But you know you're gaining another but language. But you know you're that's gaining that extra place, skill. Yeah. And that's a really cool feeling. Yeah, even though we're so far from knowing a lot of Spanish. Yeah, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I like learning the flu Spanish because from what I've heard, it's a pretty pure Spanish dialect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the future, like, like learning more like subjunctive. Like, we don't use that. Yeah, Makes me tired just thinking about it. <laughs> I use it. I, I just use it like randomly just just because like surely it's gotta work right. <laughs> and they're like, and no, then, you call me something. And then Sean was like, I think in that case you wouldn't ever uh, say that. Right. <laughs> Please don't try. <laughs> but we do have to give credit to first of all, Rafael Mati mm-hmm. for teaching Spanish culture to us. We still haven't decided who's the best of those two. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know one of them was good. <laughs> I think both of them has deci- have decided that. That but they're the best? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to let them fight it out. But anyway, um, when we got here, we left about a month later, mm-hmm. went to Spanish school for two weeks, and they were wonderful, and they taught us a lot of Spanish that probably kind of went over our heads. <laughs> and then as we were learning more, then it was like, okay, I really like the Spanish school. Yeah. And then also Sean's stuff. They mm-hmm. were turning out the things. So we have a Spanish class on Wednesdays and Tuesdays, whenever it works out. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's been, mm-hmm. which yours, a lot of yours too would come from working at the store. When yeah. You, when you're working with Rafael. Yeah. And then probably probably done mine would come from teaching in Spanish when right. I was here. Right. But like, as far as people actually teaching us, yeah. it would be people mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, so if we, kind of, yeah, if we can't talk Spanish, <laughs> it's their fault. <laughs> it's kind of a shout out, like, thanks you guys, but you're to blame. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was really what I was getting to, yeah. that disclaimer that if I can't talk it, it's y'all's fault. Uh, well, it's like anything in life, you have to contribute it to the people who've gone before you kind of paved the way. Mm-hmm. Sean's had it a lot worse than, than we did when we got here because, well, the family that was here wasn't blood-related to them. Right. And so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, there was a tie there, but, like, it's not, it's the, not same. the same. Like, we showed yeah. up and, and we're family, and so we mm-hmm. spend time together. Right, yeah. They can, they can laugh at our face and we don't get offended. <laughs> right, well, I mean. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if we do, it's fine because we're family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of your family. Exactly, for sure. Stop. <laughs> Can't be on the field. <laughs> I told someone else about you already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's part of being famous. Right. They did pave the way really, really well for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, did well about interpreting for us mm-hmm. and taking care of paperwork for us. 
Sean set up the job at, at the hardware store for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Definitely with the help of others. But mm-hmm. that is my summary. <laughs> right. Like a four-hour summary of <laughs> life in Peru. And we didn't even really talk about what we do now. I mean, you mentioned a little bit that you were working on a farm, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I teach and bake and work for Sean. But that's just kind of <laughs> that might be a, uh, another podcast uh, for another time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll come out in a, in a podcast of one of them. But I said this to Sean. Uh, right, right. So I'm sure we'll we'll come yeah. across it again. But yeah, this this is uh, this is Peru. <laughs> You can, those of you who are the listeners that live in Peru, if there are any of you, can let us know. We can do a description. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it. I think it can be, can be easier, easy for us to be like, ah, they did this thing weird, they did that thing weird, and it can sound like a little judgy. But like in my mind, it's not like ah, how could they be so idiotic so much? Like it's just like it's so different. It is like, very different. Like, you can't even use the same example, like, right. same even atmosphere or whatever. Like, yeah. you would use from the States to so, Like, I think sometimes it comes across like we're hating on Peru, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's just like, uh, this is different. Like, mm-hmm. and to not go into culture shock, we're just like, let's talk about it. <laughs> right. And I've noticed that we say a thing a lot. We say, well, Peruvians this, Peruvians that. Like, um, even when we're with Peruvians, sometimes. And I know that that could look like we're, like, distancing ourselves. But, I, I mean, I think we're trying to adapt to the culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially with our Spanish, I think is the main thing that we're, or, like, the biggest thing that we're trying to adapt the most mm-hmm. to is trying to get our accent right, trying mm-hmm. to explain the correct things. Well, I can only imagine putting a Peruvian in America. Like, they're going to be like, these people are crazy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, really, like, yeah. they don't waste food here. Like, you eat every part of the animal mm-hmm. and for us we're like they eat every part of the animal right like, and they're like and they don't for, eat every part yeah, of the animal right like intestine soup like no thank you mm-hmm. but they they really enjoy it and so mm-hmm. it's like like when i'm talking about peru and the things of peru i can only imagine what a peruvian would say mm-hmm. about america especially like attitudes like here they're they're much more respectful in in america everyone is so entitled to mm-hmm. what yeah. whatever they think they're entitled to mm-hmm Right. And so, yeah, it would be a huge culture shock to a Peruvian to go to America, and I'm sure they would have bad things to say, mm-hmm. or shocking things to say. Right. I think I can safely say, like, Peru, I love it. Like, yeah. And the people, the friends that we have, just, they're some of the sweetest people. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, who would have thought five years ago that we'd be here? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Knowing the people that we know, and knowing what we know know about the culture and even getting like the culture to make a bean right. like how cool is that yeah. that doesn't happen to everybody I mean more and more you find out it happens to more <laughs> people than you think it does <laughs> 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 but, no for real it is yeah. it is a really cool experience and I really enjoy it there are some hard things like no talking about oh, that's <laughs> you listed the hardest thing <laughs> I well, like how you started there yeah. <laughs> the other things are just like I don't even remember that was one of them but right but, Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> if you had Taco Bell, you could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So we've done more without Taco Bell, but there is a Taco Bell near us. Yeah. So if we need Taco Bell, we can fly there for the day. Yeah. Just like chill out at Taco Bell. There are options. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's never not enough. Let's just put it that way. No, it is. It is a really cool experience. And at, I mean, at the stage of life that we're in now, I wouldn't trade it for 
I think some of that will come up in the next podcast. Hopefully, if, if we stay on track, <laughs> it'll be um, more focused on the religion side of things. So uh, Christianity and and what it's like here in Peru mm-hmm. and uh, the really strong Catholicism from Spain. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really interesting yeah. to talk about. Some of that, that cultural connection. And I'm sure we'll get sidetracked and talk about other things. Yeah. <laughs> that tends to be how our brains work. <laughs> right. The downside of us being siblings is that that's how it's going to go. Like, if we had someone that was from... Like, evened it out a little bit. Yeah. From a different family, then they'd be like, oh, you guys are crazy. Come back Right. To Please stay on track. All right. Well, I think that's it for, for this podcast. And hopefully it was not too hurtful <laughs> to the listeners and um, kind of explain a little bit of our life here and uh, how we view it through our little minds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, stick with us next time and thanks for listening.